a cab on a taxi Rank England just off the semi-finals And tonight ain't all that Chatting shit in the back Whilst I eat my kebab The whole night I've been avoiding Getting into a scrap Because Some people take it way too seriously It's kicking off between these two guys Near to me But before I can flee the scene They both turn around For some reason they start on me I got knocked out I got knocked out I got knocked out The same night England did I got knocked out I got knocked out I got knocked out The same night England did I got knocked out, I got knocked out, I got knocked out the same way England did. I got knocked out, I got knocked out, I got knocked out. The last thing I recall before he kicked me in the chest was the potent smell of grey goose that lingered on his breath. I threw a punch, be ducked, and now my head is fucked. A hospital bed in AE is where I woke up. Asked my mates what went down. They told me I got in a row, I got banged out and hit my head right on the ground. Ow, now I have to stay here for three nights. I guess Flipper wasn't coming home and neither am I. I got knocked out, I got knocked out, I got knocked out the same way England did. I got knocked out, I got knocked out, I got knocked out the same way England did. I got knocked out, I got knocked out, I got knocked out the same way England did. I got knocked out, I got knocked out, I got knocked out. Welcome back to the Pity Party here on UMFM 101.5. The World Cup starts next week. And so you know what that means. I have brought in my good, very good, part of my wedding party friend, Zach, in to, uh, to talk about the soccer, the football, the happenings. My friend, how are you? Um, I'm doing quite well in uh, blistery northernish Alberta. Yeah, it's cold out there, man. I'm sure it's colder for you than it is here. It is. Stay warm, people. It's cold. Yeah, you know, like not to get into this uh, too early, but um, whenever you mention how hot it gets in the summer to people from Edmonton, they are quick to point out the harsh Winnipeg winners. But uh, we are getting just our asses kicked early on in the season. Uh, compared to balmy Winnipeg right now. Balmy so. Winnipeg. Well, <laughs> it you know we're getting we're getting a little bit of snow, so that's you know not fun. But I'm sure you've got it too. So we've I don't got know. it. Let's let's just let's just agree that they that it's it sucks. Winter sucks, and we'll, we'll live with that. It, it's it. Uh, Canada just seems to be trying to to do away with us humans as usual. Yeah, well, I mean, we're actually in the World Cup this year, so hopefully that'll that'll turn out okay. We will get to that group eventually, but before we get started, I do um, just want to say a couple things that, like, um, you know, the World Cup this year is in Qatar, uh, who is having this World Cup um, due to a massive amount of FIFA corruption. Thanks, FIFA. If you want to see more about that, there's a wonderful brand new Netflix documentary about that clown car 
rumors of corruption that I highly recommend you watch. And um, so Qatar is attempting to do a considerable amount of sports washing here and not doing a particularly good job of it based on all the stuff that's coming out of there. And I, I personally would just like to say that, like, even though I'm going to watch all these games, I don't support what they're doing. I don't support the sports washing. I don't support how they treat any member of the LGBTQ plus community. I don't support how they treat women. I don't support how they treat their migrant workers. And I, um, that's it. That's, that's the party line. Um, and yeah, concurred. Uh, Brian made, made sure to okay a uh, statement like that with me prior, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with that a hundred percent. I heard a, uh, Quite an interesting, quite an interesting point uh, made by by a couple of Tottenham Hotspur journalists. Uh, shocker! I've dropped that name so quickly, uh, but but there's some interesting discourse around uh, around the Queen's passing and how football seemed to be the only sport in the UK that took a break uh, in respect for the Queen. Uh, cricket kept going, the horse racing kept going, polo kept going, and not all football. Uh, football followed by working class fans, but uh, Eton College continued to play throughout the weekend, uh, shortly after the Queen's passing. So uh, it's it's frustrating that the people with uh, the people with the money and the people people making those decisions continuously put um, your average human in such an awkward place where you're choosing. Uh, to to support a tournament that doesn't doesn't vibe with your ethics, but a tournament that means so much to so many people and a sport that does so much good for so many people, it's just a, it's 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 a sickening uh, reality of 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 the commodification of a beautiful game that uh, common people are are forced to reckon uh, with with their ethics, their principles. Where, whereas the people making the decisions, the people making the money, uh, don't seem to give it a second thought. But welcome to our fun World Cup uh, show on UMFM. Could not have said it. Could not have said it better myself. Um, so I guess the best place to start is to kind of just dive right into the groups, right? And then pick our, uh, you know, talk about each group, talk about the teams, talk about who we think are coming out of it. Um, take a look at some betting odds after all that, talk about who we think is going to win the tournament, talk about dark horses um, and, and trophies, I guess. I think that's, I mean, that's normally how we did it. That's how we did the Euro. So what, yeah, that's um, not, not broke, right? Ex- exactly. Yeah. Just uh, a long road analysis to explain why it's coming home. <laughs> yeah. By home, you mean the Commonwealth, correct? Canada? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Group A. We've got the uh, the home team in Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, missing a considerable amount of their best players, and the Netherlands. This uh, seems like a pretty easy cakewalk for the for the Dutch, eh? Seems like a pretty easy cakewalk for the Dutch. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that both Stevie Bergwijn and Vincent Janssen are in the lineup. I don't know if you remember um, Vincent Janssen. He came over Tottenham, scored a bit, and then the club just sucked the life force out of him over a period of four years until he was banished to a reserve spot in Monterey. 
and uh, it's it's impressive to see the redemption uh, arc he's had. But uh, yes, the cakewalk for the Dutch, um, a team I'm excited to see play because anytime you get to watch um, Virgil Van Dyke and Matthias Delict play on the same pitch at the same time is quite a treat. Yeah, two two pretty impressive defenders, Nathan Ake as well, I believe. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, that cool. they're probably going to play three at the back, right? They normally play yeah. like a a weird like like a like a to- like it's very total football like a three three one two type of situation right mm-hmm. and which yeah. is cool as heck and like um uh, something to point out they haven't lost since louis van hall has has uh taken over the team um he's maybe the best manager in the tournament yeah you know i've heard like uh, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of people kind of discredit or, or or not give the Dutch much of their due, including uh, my Dutch friend Justine. So I'll give her a shout out right now, uh, saying they have no chance. But, you know, I, 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 not to disrespect the other three, but I think the biggest cakewalk any any club or any um, team will have in, so. in the group stages. And given how brutal domestic football has been in Europe, and this is a team... I think almost entirely uh, players playing in, in, in the big leagues in, in Europe, um, being able to have a simple group it could pay dividends. We're seeing players drop like flies the last two, three weeks anyways, and being able to potentially rotate their squad, squad playing guys like Vincent Jansen, I think it's it's going to be a huge, huge boon for them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're going to have to try particularly hard. I think Ecuador is probably without, um, Without Sadio Mane, I don't think Senegal poses much of a threat. Um, so so think- is 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 he confirmed not to play? Because I know they named him to the squad. They named him to the yeah. squad. He's I think he's out for. I think he's supposed to be out for the first couple games. Um, they're unsure. Um, as of yet, but um, an article that came out today said that uh, he won't be available for the the the, the group stage. That's okay. been con- that's been confirmed by Sen- uh, by uh, uh, Senegal that he's he's done for the group stage. He's not playing, confirmed. So they have to get out of the group stages if we're going to see Sadio Mane, and I I don't think that they can get out of the group stages without him. He's yeah one of the I best mean, attackers in world football. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to jump ahead here and say I've I've the athletic has done some good pieces on on the Qatari team. I believe it's TIFO football has done some good pieces on the Qatari team, but they're going to be shite. And, and there's I think they're going to be organized. Of, they'll be organized and most of them play on one club. So they'll be, they'll, they'll be chemistry, but it's just, it's I a can't club haste, rule out corruption. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I can't yeah, I, rule out corruption. Um, I mean, it good. happened. Circa Russia, Russia, yeah, in uh, 2018, and and uh, but uh, like, hopefully, not, none of us are victims of cyber attacks after this. Russia uh, has like a significant amount of like actual footballers, right? Like they had Artem Zuba. Like that guy is a is a player, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't, I none of these guys play in like actual like leagues. Yeah. 
I, so I'm not worried about them. And Ecuador doesn't terrify me. No, I but mean, they got they got in with in some pretty controversial fashion. I remember Chile and 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 Peru holding some having some formal complaints. I I think so as well. I mean, they're not they're not a good team. My 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 just my thing is is that like I don't I don't trust Senegal without their best player, right? Like that's the thing. It's not like I don't think that they're a good squad. It's just like, you know, when you lose your talisman, that that's just a tough one. That's Absolutely. just a tough one to dig out of. I'm not I'm surprised we're we're that uh stumped on or 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 we're given that much heat to Senegal to start. Like looking looking they're at this squad. team. You got Mendy and Met, which is quite an advantage over the rest of that group uh, outside of the Dutch. I think um, he's better than the Dutch goalkeeper. Who are they? Who do the the Dutch? Um, they're bringing in a couple of new guys, aren't they? Yeah, they've got um, Kolubali, who still has it. Still has um, it. They've got um, that Balo Toure from AC Milan, who's all right. They've got Diallo from Leipzig. Um, I would got, like to retract my previous statement. I think Senegal probably is an easy number two. They've got Kuyate from Forest. They got Gay from Marseille. They got Diada from Monaco. Those One are some players. M- Mendy's from Leicester. Uh, what the dark horse of the entire tournament? Pape Matar Sar from Tottenham. Oh my uh, goodness! <laughs> you would. <laughs> it's got Bamba Dang from uh, Marseille. Is Melia Sar from Watford? Like there's there's players here. Those I are think, some guys. I think without money, that's a club that can still get through this group. Like it's going to be harder, but there's name recognition there, and in the World Cup, that often means a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, a healthy money and the chance for that squad to to. Um, if they can get out of the group stages and he can come back, that's huge. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, they'll, they'll make an interesting out. And uh, I, I, I think a kind of a foreshadowing to my review of all these groups, I I was able – I enjoyed Af, uh, AFCON getting more – the AFCON Cup getting more coverage than usual this past year. And uh, some strong squads coming out of the continent. Stronger than we've seen in a bit. And, and I've got some hopes for some disruption out of Africa this year. It's a good way to wrap up this group. So I guess we're taking Netherlands one, Senegal two. Agreed. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right. I think that's pretty fair. Moving on to uh, group B, which I'm sure you're going to say stands for group best. <laughs> uh, headlined, of course, by Wales. Um, we also have Iran, the ben United Davies. States, and England. <laughs> So uh, if, if the listeners, um, if our loyal listeners who are here just for um, the stranglehold I've had on uh, the top of the Winnipeg emo punk charts for the last 10 years, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> those loyal listeners who are, who are here for the football talk, um, much, has gone, uh, <laughs> much has gone into my love of Tottenham Hotspur and my love of the English national football team, and I'm cheering with the, for them with all my heart. And 
my my my, my sh- quick shout out to Iron Mike as usual. Him and I talk often about how I'd react should England Canada play in a meaningful World Cup game, and I would like to cheer for Canada, but I just have this feeling that should that match happen, just my love, all the all the extra hours I put in to cheering for these lads might make it tough. But um, yeah, I think they're going to win this group. It's going to be a really tough group. I think I, I mean, they're the best team by yeah. an in a considerable amount, like not even like the United States is young. They, they might have a, they might have a, a squad that can fight, you know, when the world cup comes here mm-hmm. and Wales is going to park a bus and throw long ball after long ball to, to Gareth Bale. And you never know how that's going to end up. Right. I mean, they, they've made some noise in tournaments before doing that exact thing. Yep. Iran is organized. We've seen them play before. Um, you know, they, they will, they'll park a triple decker bus if need be and, <laughs> and just try and shit house their way, pardon the language to whatever they can get. And that's scary in, in, in game, like, you know, single type games, you know, that, that can be a dangerous tactic. Um, England has, if on paper, a squad you would think should go out there and attempt to batter every single team that they come across. And yet Gareth Southgate is just going to have them being the most immense defensive minded team in that group, trying to score all their goals off of set pieces. <laughs> and I get that it works has worked in the past, but I, I, I just, I wish, I wish I saw more from them, you know? All right. So I'm, well, I'm going to talk about England right now to get, get this out of the way. Sure. So the rest of the, the rest of the pod isn't just, or rest of the show isn't just about this. I think they're going to win the group comfortably. Yeah. Um, I think some really terrible Nations League performances by some really gassed players who either the ones who were locked not trying hard and the ones who were on the fence trying so hard that they just look terrible. I think that's really clouded a lot of pundits' minds and have really led to a lot of poor ratings of teams who lost a very difficult match in the last World Cup semis and lost on penalties thanks to an Arsenal player uh, in, <laughs> in, the, in the European finals. Like, it's the sky is not falling, and for a while there were very few informed English players this season. But things have turned around quite a bit for many of them leading up to this tournament. I mean, Harry Kane, if it wasn't for the Norwegian robot, Harry Kane's season would be heralded by a lot more. Got 12 goals. He's assisting, would be assisting more if if, uh, Sonny was in form. He's ready. He's dialed in. there's there's a there's there's two sides of a coin of bias towards English players. Their transfers are higher. There's a tendency to hype youngsters too much. But on this uh, on the opposite side of that, there's a tendency to be overtly critical on some of them. And John Stones is an incredible football player. He's very who's good. playing 
who plays regularly and well on one of the best teams, best club teams the world has ever seen, and sometimes gets sat down because their incredible manager and their billion dollar <laughs> uh, payroll is harsh and unforgiving. But John Stones is a good football player. I'm not for a second um, worried about John Stones. He's not the defender neither. I'm worried about, man. Uh, so I spent the last 18 months saying Eric Dyer needs to be back on this club. And Eric Dyer has rewarded me by spending the last six weeks trying to ruin Tottenham. <laughs> so uh, worried about him. You know, Slabhead has been shite. He's but the England one I'm most sla- worried about. England Slabhead finds a way. And, you know, I hate to say this, Ben White's been pretty good. Ben White's been pretty good. Um, and Kyle Walker is probably going to play on that right side anyways. Over trips. And... No, no, he's going to play center back. Oh, are they reverting back to the back five? I back think three, so. Whatever? But, you know, we're, we can get into the England formation and that can be this whole episode. If so... they're playing a back five, you know who needs to play. You know who needs no, to play in the center <laughs> of that of that formation. All five, but there's no Tyrone Mings to make for him to make laugh. England's brave Connor Cody. Yeah, you know what? Like he, he's had a bit of a renaissance with Everton. I will give him that. He's the best libero in the country. <laughs> nobody, nobody plays that spot like he does. Wolves have um, fallen I, to shambles since he left. I mean, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't going to do that to you, but if we're going to be okay, you... man, we got Lopetegui. We're fine. It's, <laughs> you're going to reference it. My war chests and all the best. Uh, <laughs> good luck. I'm not getting but, relegated. Uh... No, not me. No, sir. <laughs> you know, you've, you've, most summers you ring the, you cry that we're getting relegated, Wolf. And for the first time, I'm having to be like, ooh, hope not. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I think it's happening, dude. But anyways, I'm a little worried about um, only one natural left back. Um, I don't love Trips playing as offside, but I can put up with it. Um, I'm a little biased because one of my favorite Tottenham Hotspur is Ryan Sessanian. But an injury and one bad game against Liverpool at the wrong time just kind of hurt him there. Um, I think... Any debate over who's the starting right back is insane because Kieran Trippier has been the best wing back in European football this season. His, if, if you look at his um, passes to the opposition box, I, I don't remember the exact figures, but they're like I had to, <laughs> I was reading an, an article looking at uh, England's left back options. And I had to go to the the stat sites directly to verify his passes into the opponent's box per game or per 90 because they were just gaudy. And his set pieces have been unreal. His crosses have been direct. And if you have Kyle Walker playing as the right part of, of the back three or back five, however you call it, there's a defensive conscience and there's that speed that allows trips to get forward. And I just think for one of my all time favorites, this is probably his last international tournament because he's one of the older players on the team. 
And I think he's uh, he's going to get a great send-off. And I think he's going to really, anyone who's been iffy on him is going to be crow. And, um, yeah, I like, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm disappointed Jordan Henderson is on the squad because they might be tempted to play him. Um, but Declan Rice has not been the problem at West Ham. Um, I've not watched much Bundesliga, but everything I've read says June, Jude Bellingham's been on a different level this season. Like that midfield. Um, everyone in the world except me seems to think Mason Mount's good, so let's – great time to prove me wrong. It's <laughs> um, not very good, but <laughs> – Raheem's had some struggles, but – He's got chemistry with um with with Kane. Him and Harry and work well together. They work, and who hasn't had struggles at Chelsea? So it's hard to put that on him. Um, and again, I hate to admit it, but uh, as a player, I don't know. I don't mind this squad. <laughs> He's uh, <clears throat> the team's good. Um, you know the players are good. So obviously, United States and Wales out of the group. Uh, on to the next. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I do have Wales uh, knocking off the states. Uh, I'll go the other way. I think the States are a good team. In fact, I think they're a very good team. And I, I think that they're going to, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Um, well, they certainly uh, surprised me with their struggles in the CONCACAF qualifiers. Well, nobody so, can, uh... <laughs> nobody can, can be Canada. You know, not all these teams can, can be us. So yeah, no more on a rainy Tuesday night in Stoke. It's uh snowy november night in, in edmonton that's right um i yeah, just so... i don't i don't have it in me to give the united states credit in anything and um i warned you about this prior but lest we talk about human rights abuses for other countries without uh a a, a small nod to the united states for their ongoing uh involvement in that Completely fair, <laughs> and they might, they might, um, they might end up putting a, uh, not even a wannabe, a straight out fascist back in power in twenty twenty four. So who knows? Right. And 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 before we move on, and before I forget, Harry Kane uh, will be wearing a rainbow armband during this tournament, despite the request of FIFA not to, uh, in support of, of um, uh, in support of that community. So. Uh, good i hope he ends up being okay yeah uh, uh groups... kdb as well i believe good i hope he ends up being okay as well yeah um and wales uh they've got the best defender in the tournament right now uh ben davis has just been on another level uh, oh my goodness all right he, all right all right we get, <laughs> we get it the third best team in the premier league is clearly the best team in the world we we're, we're there <laughs> i got it um group c Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. Uniquely, uh, to me, the f- most fun group in the tournament. I mean, Mexico is kind of a, sh- a shell of their former selves. Um, they are, but I don't. You know. I worry about them. You know. Yeah, um, I do too. But I think they're. I think they'll. Ah, geez, I don't know. I think they'll probably be okay. Um, I don't know if they're going to be okay enough to exit the, the division, though. I don't think they will. I think 
I predict I predict Argentina having a reasonably successful run. I think so. But I pre- I predict one scare in the group stage that has everyone freak out. Fair enough. I mean, I um I quite like this Poland team. You know, and 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 I've got a bit of bit of bias here as well. My mother, uh, my mother's Polish, and so uh, me and some cousins pulled pretty hard for for Poland, which is funny because the three teams I pulled for in the World Cups, <laughs> England, Canada, Poland, I just really don't like any third colors on my flag. Just just red and white only. Red <laughs> and, and that's white. That's it for me. Um, but you know. Obviously, they've got one of the best strikers in the world. Um, they've got like a decent, like forward lineup. I'm a big fan of Arkadiusz Milik. Um, prior to this season, I was talking to Iron Mike about how he's an incredible striker or incredible forward who's due for a bigger club than he'd been getting. And within 12 hours, his transfer to Juve was announced. So that was kind of a, a funny bit of foreshadowing not to toot my own horn. Um, I mean, Bednarek solid. Uh, Matty Cash. Very good player. Yeah. My, Very I good player. Love, I always love uh, sending sending my mom um, the, the photos where it's Robert Lewandowski, Arkadiusz Milik, Christoph Piatek, Matty Cash. <laughs> But uh, he's um, he's a good player. Like there, there's there's enough um, too many players playing back home in Poland for my liking, but uh, enough in that starting eleven that I think they get out. And uh, Matty Cash uh, to me is everything Ben Chilwell wishes he was. Matty Cash. Oh wow. <laughs> Matty Cash doesn't have to adjust his hair once during a game, and it looks ten times better than Chilwell's does. Um, <laughs> I think Ben Chilwell's a budget Matty Cash. I, I've, I've said it before; I'll say it again. That's awesome and fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Argentina and Poland to get out of here. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Um, Lionel Messi's really good, and we should appreciate him. While we have him, and he is by far the better two of the um, of uh, of that common comparison. And given the often criminal behavior of the the second person in that uh, equation, I'll warn you right now: I'm not giving him a single second of commentary after this. So, <laughs> you know, Messi's the best football player of the last twenty years. He's. I, I think he might be the best of all time, personally. Probably, right? I think he's I personally think he's he's the greatest to ever ever do it. Yeah, and 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 I certainly can get behind that. I don't uh, not only that, but he doesn't have to carry this team. He doesn't no. have to carry this team anymore. I mean, they've got they've they've got a lot of really good they have a ton of of great players, and they seem to actually be enjoying each other's company for once, which they is do? You know, there, and they, there's no they, feuding in between Messi and Aguero. There's no, you know, the coach is, is not, you know, Diego Maradona doing Diego Maradona oh things. God, yeah. 
they, who's starting in, in keeper? Is it Emmy Martinez? It's going to be Emmy, Emmy Martinez, who's good. You yeah. know, um, Juan Foyth is still on the team. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, they've um, they've got Lissandra Martinez, who oh, you know, so Christi- this is a shout out Christian Christian Romero. Which I'm I know you're probably going to go there for some for some reason. Shout out to my boy Rob. Uh, unfortunate man, you fan loves to talk about uh, Spurs trophyless cabinet. Never likes to mention how Manchester United ruined football for the world. Um, but <laughs> Lissandra Martinez is good, and people who said he were too short were idiots. Um, Christian Romero is quite rested. He was quote unquote injured for the last couple of weeks for Tottenham, but is now perfectly healthy. Yeah. Um, but, but he's. They- He's he's so good, and anyone who hasn't got the chance to watch him, um, and is, man, their forward lineup is just bonkers. You know, outside of Lionel Messi, you've got Latoura oh, Martinez, who might do, be do. the best outside of the best striker right now outside of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, he's incredible. They've got Julian Dybala. Alvarez, who's incredibly good. They still have Dybala. Yeah. They've got Joaquin Correa. They've got um, Alejandro Gomez. Their front line is stacked, and it's going to mean that Messi is just going to be able to sit in that 10 roll and just do Lionel Messi things, which is magic, literally magic. And everyone's favorite Argentinian Scotsman, Alexis McAllister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they've got a good, they got good players. I, they're going to be scary, man. They're going to be really, really good. They um, are. All right, moving to the next group, Group D, France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. With respect to the Tunisians, I think this is probably a pretty easy pick. Even though they're hurt, I think France is probably going to get out of the group. I'm not going to say in what position. And I think Denmark is scary good. They they were good at the Euros, and those young players that were there just got even better. I think, I, I think France is in trouble long-term in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, no N'Golo Conte, no Paul Pogba. No Paul Pogba, no uh, Christopher Nkuku, no. I can't say his name. Nkuku. Yeah, he's uh, in a training injury, and I saw the photo of the tackle. It's pretty brutal. Pretty stupid. Um, Baffling to me, honestly. I don't know why yeah. you do that to your own teammate in, in practice for, you know, when you're there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't, is, is, have you heard anything out of Nice? Is Casper Schmeichel still any good? I have not heard anything out of Niche. I don't know whether or not Gasper Michael is any good. Uh, I can tell you that he's very good in my FIFA 2004 save, but that's you know <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm not. I'm going to be honest. I don't pay a particularly large amount of attention. Uh, who scored has him as uh, not particularly good this year. Oh. He's. Okay. But you know, it's it's a different tournament, right? And people like Jordan Pickford, for example, becomes is, a different human being. He's he's unbelievable with England. He's without error, and I'm knocking on all the wood I can yeah, find. You're about to jinx this. Um, but looking at this squad, I mean, you got you got Yoko Anderson from Palace. You got Simone. I can't, I can never remember his name. Kiar on uh, Yar on from it's, Milan. It's Kiar. Kiar. Um, You've got uh, Andreas Christensen, who, I don't know, I thought he was pushed out of the door a little hastily uh, from Chelsea. Um, you've got Rasmus Christensen from Leeds. Um, their midfield, obviously, I'm 
I've I've got some uh, affinity for Erickson. It looks like he's thirty four, but he's still Christian Erickson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pierre Emile Hoybier is putting on an absolute clinic this season. He has he's been very good, phenomenal. He was because we we were we were slagging him up a little bit to start the season. How like. You know, he's a good, solid player. Basuma's probably an upgrade. Um, it's he's a, he's a good squad guy. He's a guy who can play a lot of minutes for you, but he's not going to really stir the drink. And him and Rodrigo Bentancourt have been one of the best midfield duos in, in the Prem, if not the best this year. They have been phenomenal. And Pierre, he gives... He gives everything he's got. I don't know if, if, if you saw his... Uh, um, group clinching goal winner in extra time against Marseille, but him just hobbling down the pitch on one leg and just a screamer into the net. He's just been, he's been such a a life force for Tottenham and I'm going to be watching a lot of Denmark. Of course, their, uh, their flag colors fit my, my scheme here. So I'm, I'm pulling hard for him because uh, he's one of my favorite players I've ever had the pleasure of watching playing football. I've got uh, I've got family ties back to Denmark, so they're always a team that I, I happen to enjoy. Um, they've got a ton of Brentford boys on there, um, and uh, so right. my uh, my fiance will be watching considerable amount of Denmark, seeing as now she's now a Brentford fan. It's official. Uh, yeah, it's official. She likes she's she's all about the buzz and bees, man. Mikel um, Damsgaard is remarkable. I mm-hmm. wish Wolves had got him. He's a freaking good player. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm taking Denmark number one in this division, France to finish second. Uh, I'll back you up on that. I love that. It's bold. I'm with it. And they've got the speediest sounding player uh, in the tournament, Jonas Wind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're going to be good. I I have faith and I trust in in the Danes. All right, Group E, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. This is a nightmare group. Oh, all dude, of these this teams is another are good. fun one. Yeah. These teams are all good. Like, even Costa Rica is, like, a like, little bit scary. They got Costa, Rico, Costa Rica is a tough match in the CONCACAF qualifier. They've got some spice, man. I, uh, I really, really dig them. I mean, they're not going to get out of the group, but... They're, no. they're good. We have this weird thing going on right now in Germany with you've got a whole bunch of old guys and a whole bunch of young guys. Um, in my opinion, they have a little bit of addition by subtraction by Tino Werner missing the World Cup. Um, I don't want to keep doing this to you, but I... I, I Land on me. We I, know what, I know what this is going on. We, we recorded a Premier League preview where uh, you predicted he was coming in and was immediately the best, I best was wrong. forward and. And, and the Premier League and Harry Kane won uh, both the Gold Boot and Playmaker of the Year award that season. So listen, I have to uh, eat that crow. <laughs> I'll do it one bite at a time, but I with a little bit of barbecue sauce. But I'll you know pick the feathers out afterwards. I was wrong. You know, if he just had played poorly, I wouldn't have kept bringing it up. But if the prediction was at the expense of Harold, then I, I'm going to have to defend Harry's honor until hey, until listen. the end of, of time. I'm going to keep saying it and and eventually, and this time I think I might've gotten it right with the Norwegian robot. <laughs> eventually. I heard now. Those ankles aren't holding up. 
Yeah, okay. Harry's missed how many games thanks to bad ankles and been absolutely oh, terrible Neither sometimes? of them are winning the boot. Uh, Almiron. Miggy, after <laughs> getting slated by Jack Grealish, was like, hold uh, my beer. <laughs> what Miguel a legend. Miguel's the golden boot. Have you been watching much newscasts? Like, he is oh, yeah. electric right He's now. so good. I love wow. watching. I, that I team is so good. Alain St. Maximin's not touching the pitch, and they're not fun. missing him at all. They're so much fun. I mean, Joe Linton's a player again. Yeah, in the midfield. And Dan Bird. <laughs> we love Dan Bird. We are Dan Bird stands. He was getting some England attention in the last little bit, and I was praying. But unfortunately, he didn't quite make it. I would have had to have bought you a Dan Bird kit. Oh, I. I would have had to like tattoo Dan Burn England. <laughs> like I tattoo the kid onto my body. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're big Dan Burn stands here. Um Hansi Flick, if if Louis Van Howell's not the best manager in the tournament, then I think Hansi Flick is. Um that being said, yeah, Spain Spain's kind yeah. of a juggernaut, right? And Japan yeah, has some yeah. fun players. I don't know who to I Spain's the only thing I'm sure of. Japan, not including the uh, Celtic duo, is a bit head scratching. Yep, yeah, I'll um, agree with that. But they still but, have a really fun, pacey, fast team that's going to run the hell out of people. And they find a way every tournament. Like even when when they're they're not um, exporting a lot of players to the big five in in Europe, it's always like, all right, well, Japan's a near impossible. Yeah, Spain. Spain goes. I've uh, I predicted the German demise too often. I don't have them winning my World Cup, but I think they find a way. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna get a little bit too um, into it on on this, but I think that that uh, Germany uh, loses to Spain, ties Japan, and smokes Costa Rica and gets through on goal differential. Yeah, I can absolutely get behind that i'm just looking at the squad again because the germans uh, have a little Nora, bit of yips about of the japanese don't they there was a game uh, last world cup between the two of them that ended not favorably i think for germany right uh, can we just get that bit as a soundbite germany has a bit of yips about the japanese which i feel like oh. historically like that's such an interesting statement <laughs> i mean um, yes but i'm not ready to unpack that one quite yet <laughs> That's a different podcast. That's a Sunday night, not a Friday afternoon. No, that is um, correct. That's a that's definitely, yeah. You know who's so good, Antonio Rudiger. Yes. It's yes. So it's like when, it's it's some players when they leave Chelsea, I can acknowledge their ability, and he's one of them. Right. Uh, oh, K- Kimmich is a good player. Um, they have good players, dude. It's one, just like, one one like. Fun thing about watching Germany is a team that will play Ilkay Gundogan for ninety minutes. He's good, man. I don't know what he's you're talking about. He's a very good player. He's... No, like I, I like, like. Oh, you're talking slagging city. Yeah. I, well, I don't like like. Uh, Pep's a good manager. It's a good team. He's very uh, handsome. From as an as an he is as an FPL manager. Infuriating. Um, infuriating. And 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 Gundogan's one of those guys who comes on with a substitution hat trick and then you pick him on your side and Pep's like, no, no, no. He's only playing 20 minutes or he's not even 
on the bench the next match. So I'm saying one thing I like about watching the German team is getting to watch Gundogan play regularly because I think he's incredible. That's what and happens. I don't get to see him enough with your yeah. C squad could probably finish tenth in the Premier League. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> They're very so, good. Big fan of him. He's a good looking guy. If, if we're talking about if I before I forget, I do think Matty Cash is my uh, best looking guy in this tournament. Really. I, I don't know something about him. He he he's, he he walks the line of both being like looking suave but looking hard at the same time. So it's, it's a shame that know. Harry Winks isn't on the England team because then you'd have a real dilemma. <laughs> Where is Harry Winks right now? Is the question. Is he okay? Uh, he's getting some mystery surgery and just not even playing football for the second half of the season. Sending my love, cartons. Harry Winks. Yeah, gone <laughs> gone too soon. I loved him. He tried his best. Um, Probably could still put in a shift for a mid-table Premier League team, eh? He played 21 years at Tottenham, and he got run out of town like like a bag of balls, you know? That ain't right. You know, a bag of balls, like a bag of footballs, it sounds far more crass than a bag of pucks. Yes. Uh, I, I, I definitely grew up watching more hockey than football. My my love for the sports has, has flipped as I got older. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, but... A lot of my terminology comes from hockey, and I, I regret the use of the term back of ball. We'll we'll scoot on right past that to uh, to Group F, uh, the group I think I'm probably going to spend most of my time watching: uh, Belgium, Morocco, Croatia, and our homeland of Canada. How do we think that our boys are going to do? You know what? This is a local show. They're uh, coming out of the they're coming out of the group. Yep, I agree. I yeah, think they I think they lose to Belgium. I think they draw Croatia and I think they beat Morocco by enough to uh to get through. I, I think agree. Morocco I don't think shocks I, Croatia. Yep, and I don't think they get killed by Belgium. Nope. And I'm going to say something that hurts me to say. The combined age of the Belgian back three is 101 years old. Vertonghen and Toby. Two of that back three are two of my Top five favorite all-time footballers. Hold up. Is the third of that back three who I think it is? I don't remember who the, the third of the back three is. Is it former Wolves legend Leander Dendonker? It might. Is he old enough to make that math work out? Uh, he's not really old. It might no. be Munier. He's pretty old. If 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 he's in there, it might it might be him. He's pretty old. But if they put Donk in there, like Donk's 26, I think. I think it's gonna be Munier. Who's I, I? I think he's old too, isn't he, Thomas Munier? Yeah. Then then Donker they have as a midfielder, right? He's now. not. No, I Donk, know he's not. <laughs> but Castagna might play as well. Like one healthy, he's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't really think it players. matters who they run out. Like they've got, they've got the best, like midfielder in the tournament. Maybe the best player in the thank tournament. You, thank you for saying that. Best player in the tournament is damn right. I've been just saying to the void because these these Ballon d'Or rankings have just been so bollocks the last five years. But Kevin De Bruyne is like arguably the best player on the planet right now. He's he's incredible. He's yeah, so and, good. And um, like. It, he yeah, puts he the puts the whole entire game on strings. Like he just yeah, sees yeah. things that no guy, no other player does. 
and he plays the game in a way that nobody else does. He can score goals. He can press. He can tackle. And when he gets the ball, you know, he's pinging a perfect pass to somebody else. He can cross. I wouldn't be shocked if he could play a net. Like two, two feet, too. He's the two second feet. best. He's the second best weak footed player in the world. Okay. 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 Youngman's um, son has scored in his golden boot season scored okay. equal goals with both feet. We're not we're not there yet. Okay, let's <laughs> wait until we get to his group and before we talk about him and his mask. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So so obviously Belgium takes the group. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, Yuri Tielman, um, Leon Schindler, uh Dorgan Hazard, Eden Hazard, Leandro Trossard, Romelu Lukaku. You forgot to mention um, Eden Hazard's stomach. <laughs> Mishi Batuai is still here. <laughs> I wanted him on Wolves so badly, dude. You have no idea. We could use him so badly this year. I would love. I'd kill to have Mishi Batsuai. I think he's. Um, I think he's a good player, and I think Wolves would have been lucky player. to have him. But, and and a hell of a keeper, lest we forget. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I couldn't possibly. So Belgium, Canada, one two. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, M- Morocco's a. Uh, um, Morocco's no pushover, and I think your favorite player in the whole tournament plays for them, Roman Roman Sice. Roman's ass. Um, I I think like a brief moment. Um, I I think they'll show quality. Give, they'll spook some they people. Hakim Ziyech is a player. He is a player. He for Ajax, he was so good, and um, that's a problem with Chelsea. Is you just you spend a billion dollars without a plan. Like Pep has a plan and Pep rotates the squad. Yeah. You can say the um, same about Jurgen Klopp as well. And, and yeah. as much as you probably hate to say, you can absolutely say the same thing at this point about Mikel Arteta. Yeah. Uh, free Jed Spence. But <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Ziyech is a lot better player than his showing at Chelsea has allowed. And he's been linked with Tottenham quite a bit and, and I would love to see that and I think I think we would be remiss not to give some quick attention to um, Croatia um, if anyone's actually listening to this to, to inform their World Cup uh, watching um, Luka Modric's one of the best players in the tournament and he's ancient probably the last but, time you're ever going to get to see him play but watch every second of football you can with, with that lad Tottenham legend um, I forgot about that. Tottenham had Luka Modric and Kristen Bale on the same team. Uh, and didn't manage <laughs> to do anything with it. Hey, we had fun. That's it's not fair. About trophies. It's not about trophies, man. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's about the friends you make along the way. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, shout, yeah. out to Nottingham, not, shout out to Nottingham Forest on their excited League Cup run. <laughs> And I mean, they're no longer bottom of the they're no longer bottom of the table in the Premier League anymore either. Um, and and just so loyal listeners know that I'm not um, just drifting off in, into some wistful uh, ranting. Um, Tottenham has not won a trophy in a long time, and they just got booted from the League Cup competition uh, by Nottingham Forest this past week. Although brilliantly. Every London club in the Prem did on the same day. So yeah, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet about that. That was pretty funny. It's like London's not blue, London's not red, London's not white, London is shite. <laughs> London is shite. Yeah, that was like uh, when um, 
Villa, Villa, Forest, and Wolves were the bottom three at the start All of the, the season. It's like, oh, Midlands, Midlands well represented. <laughs> Midlands well represented. Yeah, and Albion just having a heck of a bad time in the championship. Oh, God, are they ever. But yeah, anyways, so Luka Modric's good. I hate to say, but Mateo Kovacic is still a player. Um, Ivan Perisic, he's old, but he's really good. Can play anywhere on the pitch. Can play anywhere. Like he, he can't defend anymore. He can't run anymore. Um, one of the best crossers in football. Still, both feet. Like he's just. It's such a treat to get to watch him day in and day out. And that's and it'll be so. Their speed so nice is the reason see. why I think they're gonna get they're gonna get beat out by the Canadians because like we just have speed and athleticism at every single position on the pitch. And I just like even though they're good, I just don't see how they can keep up with us. Agreed. And you know, let's let's go through this 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 Canadian World Cup squad. We should give them some proper attention. Here. Legends, every single one of them. I will not ever forget this team. Like straight up, right. they are legends. So, so I'm gonna go through one by one here. Milan Borian, the sweat, the sweatpants. He's he's been a god for us. He made so many huge saves against Mexico in Edmonton. Um, I didn't go because I thought I had COVID. Um, what a player. Dane St. Clair, Minnesota United legend. We love him. Um, Big we Dane love Stans. him. He's a he's a good ass keeper. Like he's a good he was a MLS all-star this year. Would um, not be shocked if after this some European teams come knocking. Agreed. And Milan's getting old, and I think this is Dane's these are Dane's posts going forward. Um James Fatemis played for Valor FC for a bit. He did, he did. Uh, Local yeah. legend. Um on to the defenders, Alistair Johnson, uh, Montreal. What do they call themselves these days? Montreal FC, Montreal something. I don't CF know. Montreal. CF Montreal. I hate the MLS. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun Alistair league, man. Johnson, good player. Um, looks like Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all you National Enquirer fans, uh, pull up a photo of Alistair Johnson yelling during a football match and pull up a photo of bat boy a pretty spitting image um steven vittoria good player plays for i'm only going to pronounce that club as chavs just because i enjoy the in-betweeners etc uh if you if you haven't been following uh if, if you haven't been following the canadian men's national team before Alfonso Davies is the best, already the best men's footballer we've ever had. Um, He's outstanding. We would be remiss to not acknowledge that the Canadian women's and that, pardon me, the Canadians women's national team has kept football in Canada on the map. Yeah, I think it's I think ages. it's hard to talk about Canadian football with not talking about Christine Saint Clair. Christine Saint Clair, Tottenham legend. Um, Shalina Zadorsky, Winnipeg legend, Desiree Scott, who's been a phenomenal player for as long as we can remember. Former Bison. Um, yeah. Shout out to the Canadian women's national team who've kept football in Canada relevant and really are the... Um, they deserve some attention during times like these as well. Um, moving on, Sam uh, um, has player, uh Turkish team, iconic celebrations, jumping into the Edmonton snowbank. Good athletic player, 
Um, Kamal Miller, Montreal, good, savvy vet who basically stopped playing club football to just focus on the uh, – the CONCACAF qualifiers for all. Do you remember that? Like he wasn't Yeah, absolute playing. legend. Such a fan yeah. of his. Like, he was just like, no, like, I'm keeping myself in immense shape because I care so much about getting Canada to the World Cup. And you know what? Man did it. <laughs> Which is essentially what Gareth Bale did to LAFC. Yep. 100%. <laughs> but, I mean... Because, like, because Tottenham wanted him, uh, Swansea wanted him, and he was interested, but he wanted to not have to play. <laughs> pretty much but anyway I mean, we we don't need to get too far into that uh richie larea did himself an incredible disservice by returning to uh to tfc instead of staying even being a, a sub for nottingham forest i think he but would have been I useful think, player for them too agreed and i think uh I, i've long been banging his drum i think people are gonna love richie larea uh, coming down the to the wing back position he's electric he's fast Something to be desired with a cross, but like uh, a quick win back is just such an exciting thing, especially at a tournament like this where a lot of teams are liking their slow, old, veteran, reliable um, defenders. Like he, he's going to just be an agent of chaos. He's going to burn some people and make some people look gonna really silly. Absolutely. Derek Cornelius from Panatolikos. I don't know much about Panathaikos. Panathinaikos is there that uh, Greek league? Yeah, it is. All right, I don't know much about Joel Waterman or Samuel Piet from uh, Montreal. Um, midfielder Stefan Estocchio plays for Porto. Was getting um, player like, of the month for them. Real miss. Real like like what a rags to riches story because when he first came over to Portugal, he couldn't get on the bench. And now he's, they're obsessed with him. He's and that's really that's a, good. He's been good all a, year. That's a European giant as well. That's a team with big, um, for teams outside of the big five leagues, that's as big as it gets, really, right? I mean, it's a huge stepping stone, and the players see it as a stepping stone, right? They go there, they light up that league. And, like, if you go and look at his, as his FB ref page, like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just full of green. It's full of bright, bright green. Like, we're talking about like he scores goals, he creates chances, he dribbles people, he wins balls in the air. He he is he's awesome. He's really one really of the, fantastic. One of those multi-tool midfielders that you you need in a tournament like this. You so need good. when you're de- when you're dealing with guys like Kevin De Bruyne, Luka Modric. Um, he do everything. This is, dude, this is so cool. We're talking about Sam Mustachio. <laughs> Luka Modric and Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Like there's a, Everyone, there's a real chance that yeah. he he megs one of them and we just lose it. Everyone who's watching this, regardless of how Canada does, this is a big step in the program, and this is so fun. This it's is so, so cool. fun that we're getting to play these legends. Um, Mark and I'm skipping over Liam Fraser. I, he's been great with the national team. I don't know much about his club play. Atiba Hutchinson with Besiktas. He's healthy. Um, Thank goodness. Concussion problems earlier. We're going to need Canadian him. legend, old timer, team captain, just the guy who's seen the good times and the bad. And he's seen a lot more bad than he's seen good. Um, quite a legend. Um, Mark Anthony Kay is a player I'm surprised is still in North America. He's a hell of a player. 
but and he's got that edge. Everyone saw that uh, <laughs> red card. Was it Costa Rica as well? Yeah, um, I think I think he's I think he's a red card shout, and I think we good player, but yeah, I'm not sure that we want to see a ton of him because if we are seeing a ton of him. You know, there's always, always, always a chance that he's going to stick a couple of studs in, and and we might be down to ten. Yeah, exactly. A uh, couple studs, wild elbow, something like that. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, you might say the right thing to a fiery French midfielder who wants to headbutt him. Like he's got, he's that type of edge. So this is fair. He might, he might be interesting. How he is him? Yeah, uh, Ismail Kone. Cone, I don't remember him much from Montreal. Like I said, listeners, I don't like the MLS. Um, Jonathan Osorio is a good player. I do know that. Um, David Wotherspoon plays for St. Johnstone. And uh, fun fact, the only club in the English football pyramid that has a J in it. No way. (laughs) Uh Um, Lucas Cavallini is a good player. He played quite well in the... um, in the lead up to the tournament. And now Liam Miller, solid player. Um, Ugbo, solid player. But I think the most underrated part of our squad is forward forward skill. Um, Kyle Lahren leaving. I don't remember if he's Besiktas or Gastre. Kyle Lahren leaving a successful career in the Turkish League. And Turkish league, not a deep league, but the top two teams are solid teams. I think it's more than um, more than more than two, right? Like they've got a couple. They've got um, uh, they've got uh, Besiktas. They've got um, Galatasaray. Uh, Gal- Galatasaray. Um, they've got Fenerbahce, who's who are who Fenerbahce, are not, That's right. Who's who are pretty good too. Um, so the, the Turkish league is a solid league, listeners. Yeah, and uh, Trabs in sports not so bad either, and uh, Basak uh, Sahir is not terrible either. They've been pretty good recently. So the Turkish league is not as bad as, as I'm sure a lot of people think it is. Absolutely, and and Kyle Lahren was great, and he's now the all-time leading scorer in Canada, um, and he's playing in Club Bruges, and Club Bruges was unreal in the Champions League. They were putting out phenomenal football this season. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur won that group. Um, uh, <laughs> Tejan Buchanan I think this is his last season in Belgium he's a, a top five uh, league player next season um, incredible footballer creative can play a wing spot can play a wing back spot everyone get to know the name Tejan Buchanan um, this this radio show is Longtime fans of Junior Hoylet. Yes. Um, he plays for Reading now. He's a lad who has been around fighting it out in the Prem, in the Championship. He's one of those guys who stuck it out in England on rough teams in rough conditions for 15 years now. Yeah, he's been relegated, I think, six times. Yeah. Which is not like not no fault of his. He's an incredible player. And he's a player that is rated by english football fans he's he's just you gotta admire someone willing to instead of taking the safety of a decent career with tfc um a guy who's been willing to just risk it all and hang out and 
in England for all this time. And sometimes Wales. Um, and sometimes Wales, that's right. Um, not used as much by the Canadian national team as I would like. Personally. I think he's 33 or 34 now, isn't he? I know, but every time he comes on, he, he makes this club. Gotta keep his legs so fresh. Electric. Gotta keep and, the legs um, fresh. No, keep it like, like if, if he's going to be a, a super sub, use him. <laughs> Play yeah. him at 60 minutes as long as he features. Um, and then finally to end it off, this man has been scoring with the elite in Europe for a season and a half now. Uh, get to know the name Jonathan David, one of the best strikers in, in, in European football the last couple of years. He's, he's flirting with Mbappe and Neymar for the Golden Boot in Ligue 1 right now. Which is special. He's a, he's, he's a player. Uh, I think he will be in Germany or England next year. Uh, is is the sense I'm getting? Not going to make you uh, happy, but there's a lot of buzz about Arsenal. Well, Tottenham were kicking tires too. There's just there's this is how it works. You, there's no buzz just about Arsenal, Chelsea, or Tottenham. They all try to sabotage the deal at some point. We'll see which one sticks around, and then he's going to end up at Brentford. But um, wouldn't hate it. Sh- wouldn't hate shout it. Shout out to the shout out to the Canadian men's national team. It's not just MLS players it's not just tfc guys we got some real euro footballers here i'm proud of this i'm proud of his team i'm proud of, and their speed their speed that's going to give the old belgian towers of terror some trouble their speed that's going to give parasitch fits because if, if paris is give roman on the right fits. side if paris is playing on the right side and he's got alfonso coming at him whew. it's um I'm so proud of his team, and I can't wait to see what they do. I think they're getting out of the group, man. I think so as well. (laughs) All right. Uh, Group G. Brazil. Brazil's going to win the group. I'm not sure. We'll get to that in a second. Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. These are all tough teams. Let's let's be out front. These are all tough teams. The Serbs, man. Those the Serbia, that team is good. That team is right. really good, man. Let's take a look at this roster. Dimitrovic in that? Is he going to start from Sevilla? I think it's probably going to be Dimitrovic. Dimitrovic. But, Dimitrovic, uh, we should I say. I mean, uh, Milinkovic Savic is, is not terrible either. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they've got uh, uh, Pavlovic is remarkable from Salzburg. Um, I really, really yeah. do like him. They've got a couple of Italian defense, like guys who play in the Italian league as well. Tadic is good. Tadic is, is very good. Kostic is very good. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, Radonjic and, is super good. Duricic is is good. Uh, I really and up front is where the where the meat and potatoes of this team is. Mit, yeah. Mitrovic is Mitrovic has been so good with Fulham. All three of those uh, guys are great. They're going to run. Dusan's a good right? player. Dusan's a better player than he's shown at uh, Juve. Juve's a bit toxic these days. Yeah, and I really do um, like Luka Jovic. Namely, Duve shipping out two of the best players in the Premier League for pennies on the dollar. Yep, well, you know. It's just Juve things, man. You know, it's remember when, when Zlat- Zlatan said, with no Zlatan, there's no World Cup, no one will watch? Yeah. With no Dejan Kulusevski. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he, no World Cup. <laughs> he was so hurt, man. Like, he couldn't, you know. Yeah. But 
I really do like Serbia. I'm not saying that Brazil isn't going to win this division, but I wouldn't be or group, but I wouldn't be like overly shocked if Serbia pulled up an upset. Switzerland is still a good team and Cameroon's got some stuff, man. This is going to be a this is going to be a trickier group than I think a lot of people realize. So Switzerland's World Cup squad. Your boy, I think so. Do, who do we have? Uh, I do know uh, that um, uh, Zerdin Shakiri is still there. Yeah. Um, and he plays for Chicago Fire now. Yeah, he does. The big Shaq yeah. plays for Chicago Fire. Grana Jack is there. Yeah, he's the one I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, we got but, a couple I mean, young. We got a couple young boys here. They've got some really, really good goalkeepers. Jan Sommer is probably going to start, and he's remarkable. Starts for um, starts for Gladbach. Uh, Manuel Kanji might might have been City's best defender so far this year. Um, I really do like Fabian Schar. I think he's a good player. He's having a he's having a pretty solid season at Newcastle. Uh, Noah Okafor for Salzburg has been been a revelation revelation for them. Bril Mbolo for Monaco is very good. I think Dennis Sicaria is very underrated. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not predicting Switzerland to do stuff, but like they're not a team that you can take lightly. Like they're not a team that you can go in and rotate against because if you do, they they might nick something off you. Mm-hmm. Ought to take them seriously. They're, they're a team that doesn't have a lot of star power, but has been a tough out for the last while. They play like a team, man. They they know how to play like a team. Front to yeah. back. Cameroon, Cameroon's got Onana in that. Yep. I don't remember him moving to Inter, but that's interesting. Um, you know, I'm not all too familiar with the Cameroonian squad. Um no, Brazil's me neither. But I mean, <laughs> did you see that? Uh, speaking, let's talk a little bit about Brazil for half a second. I mean, they're they're the favorites to win this tournament, and I think they often are favorites to win this tournament. And I think that's mostly because mm-hmm. they're Brazil. You know, they they yeah. have the pedigree and they have the players. Um, they do have some guys on this team that both of us love. Like, let's let's be frank about it. I mean, you're a big Richarlison guy. Um, you yep, fall, and, and, you we, fall and we we already with him. We've already been political enough on uh, on on this podcast, but Richarlison's arguably the only Brazilian Premier League player who wants to protect the Amazon rainforest. But <laughs> did you see that? Uh, did you see that thing that they did as a group uh, activity or whatever uh, today? No, I didn't. They um, got a drone to fly thirty five meters up in the air, and when the the coach blew the whistle, they it would drop a ball, and the players would try and control it. Oh my God, Neymar! Did you see that? I did. I know what you're talking about. Then, yeah, Neymar did a good job. But you know who did a better job than Neymar did? Who? Your boy, Richarlison. Richie. Well, he's been really nursing that uh, calf injury. He did a much better job than than. I mean, Neymar did a really cool thing, yeah. but like, like he bounced it up in the air, which was fine. But Neymar just like killed it. It was like down he, and like immediately back on the pitch, and he was um, like ready to go at it. Well, Richie's well rested. He's really been given that calf a lot of time to recover. But they have the time two best where, keepers. Time where he was sorely missed. They have the time two best he keepers could have in the been used for oh, I know. football. I know. <laughs> um, 
They've got the two best keepers in the Prem on their team in, in Allison and Ederson. The fact that either Ederson or Allison is going to be the backup on this team is just bonkers. It's crazy. Um, they've got uh, other really good players. Thiago Silva, who's old but good. still good. Marquinhos, Danilo, good. Alex Telles, still really good. Alexandro, um, Bruno Guimarish. That guy is awesome. What a player. What a player. Casemiro is still good. Um, I still like Lucas Paqueta. Um, mm-hmm. obviously the best player on their team, Fred. Um, <laughs> they've got Neymar, they've got Gabby Jesus, they've got Vinicius Jr., they've got Richarlison, Rafinha, Rodrigo. It's a team. Let's, I mean, there's a reason why they're the favorites, man. Agreed. Uh, Bobby Firmino's been really good this year. Um, a veteran who I was sad to see not on the team. Yeah. Um, as a guy who doesn't want, Brazil to win. Um, pretty sad that Emerson Royale didn't make the club. You're he was way too close to this club. Like unbelievable. You are unbelievable. <laughs> no, honestly, mate. Like I, I saw many a projection with Emerson Royale on this club. Like, like he's well liked by this this brass. He's got caps, man. I'm not I'm not saying that you're I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying it's funny that like at every single opportunity that you find a way to talk about Spurs. <laughs> every single you managed to find a way, dude. It's, hey, the club's fun again. I, I had to suffer under Jose Ball and no offense, Nuno Ball. I would take months. I would have taken him back in a heartbeat. <laughs> would have taken was, Nuno back in a heartbeat. One of my favorite Spurs podcasts, they were talking about like our, our strategy with the academy and with, with signing young players. And it was talking about how, you know, Poch was a was a build a squad win later uh manager, how Conte and Mourinho <laughs> win win now managers and how Nuno was win never manager. <laughs> I take offense to that. Thank you very much. Best best manager my club's ever had. So oh, uh, I, I honestly like I, I give him I give him the gears, but uh lovely lad and I hope he finds his way back. Seems like a guy who could do a great job with Watford or something. I I wouldn't wish that I wouldn't wish being the Watford manager upon my worst enemy man. Yeah but they had one of the best football moments of all time. I uh it's not the club that's the well the I mean I don't know it's like the fact that like you know you're you're you know your job's limited to like six months. I am I am quite underslept today, and if that's not clear by the the uh, rambling nature of of my World Cup delivery, but I I watched the uh, the Dini goal again and I almost cried. I almost I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> it almost brought me to tears. That's one of the best moments of all time. Troy Deeney. I don't like Watford. How, how did we get into Watford? Uh, Brazil's going to win this group. Very likely. Uh, I think Serbia is going to finish second. I will I will agree with that. <laughs> I will agree with that. All right, we've got one more. We've got this one. This is a fun group. This one is more a fun group, group left. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Um, we're going to spend as little time talking about uh, the criminal as possible, but there's a lot of other really fun players on. There's two. There's two. There's two uh, big criminals in this one. Oh, uh, Ghana's got one as well. Oh, right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Um, so we'll talk about let's 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 get to Ghana right away because there are some players on that club that deserve some notice, namely my favorite player that doesn't play for uh, Tottenham, Tariq Lamptey. 
anyone who gets an opportunity to watch uh, Ghana play and watch Tarek Lamptey, you will see the wind embodied. You will see a tiny but speedy, untackable, just... I'm such a fan of Tarek Lamptey. He's one of the funnest players to watch on the planet. I am going to hurt you a little bit here, and I want you to know that there's no malice. There's no malice in this. How many minutes does he play before he gets hurt? I mean, he's not James Justin, who's another of my favorites, but and he and you know he hasn't played much. He hasn't played as much as he should with Brighton. He's well rested. Well, who do they have out there on the on that side? Because they were, oh geez, why can't I not remember off the top of my head? But uh, they've been playing somebody else there recently. But he, I mean, he just, he just declared for Ghana quite recently. Yeah. So he's only played one cap. Um, but I mean, like he was, he was the focus of their recruitment for this World Cup, you know? Yes, that's correct. So, so I, I think he'll play. And I hope yeah, he doesn't I mean, get hurt. There's no I way mean, he, he doesn't. Might get hurt, but I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't get hurt. I, I also, um, yeah. I mean, I, this isn't me saying this because I don't like the kid. I like Tariq Lampy. He, it just seems like every time I like get super excited to watch him, he plays like 78 minutes and limps off with a hamstring injury. And I really don't <laughs> want to see that happen again. He's well rested this year. Uh, they got Baba from Reading, Jiku uh, um, from Strasbourg. Um, who else do we got here? Lampy, of course. Salisu, Mohamed Salisu from, from Southampton. He's a player. He's a player. Mohamed um, Kudus from Ajax. Uh, we're not going to talk about the rest of their midfield. Um, oh, the IU brothers. Oh, yeah, the that's IU right. The brothers can play, man. The IU brothers can play. The IU brothers can play. Jordan IU yeah. has all kinds of energy, man. That guy loves to press. Does he ever? And, and, you know, this is a team I'm not too familiar with, but, like, if you look at this club, there's a lot of players playing in France. Um, a lot of players playing in Scotland. Um, a lot of players playing the championship and in Portugal. Like this, this and they at, at Afcon at the Afcon Cup, and then the qualifiers. Like they they did some damage. Wait, no, the, the Afcon Cup they struggled. They but struggled like, at, at, the, at the qualifiers and over the past while. Like this is a this is a footballing nation on the rise, especially with Nigeria faltering so much lately. Um, I don't think they necessarily make it out of this group, but this is going to be a fun group because Ghana can play. Yes. Um, I mean, they all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead right now and say this is not what most people are predicting, but I'm gonna say Uruguay wins this group. Okay, give me a second to let that one sink in. For holy cow, I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting that take. I have to marinate <laughs> in it for a moment. Um, man, there's some there's some players there, mate. I mean, no doubt. I'm. I would be lying if I said I wasn't worried about their defense. I think they'll score goals. They'll score goals, and I think the midfield is solid enough. I mean, Betancourt is awesome. Oliveira is very good. Um, Ugarte is a player. I th- yeah, 
yes. I think Lucas Torreya still got some stuff in the tank. Valverde's still got some stuff in the tank. Um, <laughs> I mean, where are we? Mate, have you seen any of those videos of training? There's dissension in the ranks in Portugal. That team is going to explode. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Oh, so then you're you're you also believe that Youngman Sun's going to take South Korea to the top of the group? Then okay, we I changed my vote. South Korea number one, Uruguay number two. Sunny Robo Sunny Terminator Sunny <laughs> with the mask, Phantom of the Opera Sun Youngman. It's a tight squad. I don't know, man. The you kind of you kind of talked me into Ghana. Shit. So okay. So Portugal's last. That's all we know. I think that's it, man. I think <laughs> Portugal's last, and then this is just a fun group. <laughs> it kills me too, because like, there's a lot of my there's a lot of my boys playing on that that Portugal team. Yeah, I mean, of course, there's a lot of your boys on that Portugal team, and that's the best backline in in uh, in the tournament potentially. I think so, right? But like, they all yeah. they all hate they all hate the criminal. That's not the best backline in the tournament. I. Ake, Delict, and Van Dyke is so good. Actually, no, do it, Diaz. I don't um, know, man. I don't know, man. When you're relegating, when you're relegating Diego Delo, yeah, to, yeah. to second choice, like they're 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 running out. Cancelo, Nuno Mendes, Ruben Diaz. Yeah. Are you, there's no way, dude. That that's the best back line. And like Bernardo's Bernardo Silva's good. They have some good gonna, players on that team. Obviously, they're gonna start the second, third, third best keeper in the Premier League, Wonder Hands Jose Saw. <laughs> they better not start Patrizio. He's terrible, man. I can't believe I'm like pro Portugal right now. I've never been pro Portugal in my life. The criminal insulted Iceland back at the Euros that one year that you don't like to talk about. And I've never <laughs> liked them since then. But yet, here I am, really hoping Portugal does well because I'd love to see my boys, even some of the guys, I, the, even some of the guys that aren't on Wolves that I like, like Jao Felix. And I might hurt you guys, hurt a little bit, but I'm I am a big Bruno Fernandez fan, man. I love what he does. He's a good player. It's so hard to watch that that simulation against uh, was it Villa the other day or West oh. Ham. He, he has the potential to be a ween. I'm not going to disagree. He doesn't the have the potential to be a ween. He's a <laughs> ween at all times. He's not a ween at all times. He's one. Of, he's. I think he's the prem's weeniest guy. No, come on. Who's weenier than Bruno Fernandez? I am. I am drawing a blank at the moment. That's right. That's the team I hope loses the most. Granite Jaka, like Ivan Tony. I, I like Ivan Tony. He's in trouble. Yeah, and you know I haven't read enough yet, so I'm not going to comment on, on Ivan Tony's. Uh, as far as I understand, he was basically pe- pe- uh, putting a bet and a half in a week on Premier League games before he got promoted. Which, like, which I don't care about. Like, like Trips was suspended from England for. Okay, like six, but, six what, months because he told his brother he was signing with Atletico, and then his brother bet that he would sign like with Atletico. Twenty quid, anyway, yeah, like whatever. But yeah. like, like UEFA, FIFA, the FA, 
they got to get their priorities in line in terms of what they penalize. I Telling just, your brother you join a club, betting on a league you're not in, shouldn't be worse crimes than things yeah. that Arsenal or United players have done. I mean, especially but, yeah. when the leagues themselves promote betting on like the kits. Like, isn't that quite hypocritical? <laughs> um, you it's know, a beautiful game run by absolute morons. I, um, yeah. Um, this will be a fun, fun group. Youngmin Sun is uh, very dear to my heart. If you haven't checked out checked out his new Calvin Klein ads, I certainly uh, would recommend you do so. He looks great. Got in great shape for this season. Um, he's the nicest guy in the world. Um, you said Matty Cash was the most attractive man in this tournament. And I, but that I doesn't mean Sonny doesn't look great. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think, I think Sun is the best looking man in this tournament. So what gives Matty a bit of the edge is like, grows a good beard. He looks hard when he needs to. And Sonny is, Sonny's Sonny's a dainty fellow. Yeah, I've seen him. But, I've seen him disconnect some guy's ankle tendon. He can be hard when he wants to. <laughs> it wasn't. He tackled a guy, and and the guy hit another guy's foot, and then it disconnected the tendon. We're not going to get back into that. <laughs> Tottenham's all or nothing. Cover that in great depth. Um, I love. I love Sun Young Min. He's um, he's a wonderful human being, and, and, and wonderful I human being. Think he's that most of the people player. that don't like him are racially motivated. All right, so that wraps up the group stages. Um, I guess do we want to do the rewards first, and then ask the big question at the end? Yeah, sure. Let's do the awards first. Okay, uh, Golden Boot. I don't need to ask you. We already know the answer to that one. One, Mister Harold Kane. I literally can't, mate. Like I couldn't. I look at all these squads. I look at all these groups and like, I can't see it another way. Like, yeah, they're, everyone's going to park the bus in England against England. And that's the one reason that it makes sense having Trent there, despite Trent playing. I don't know if you've watched Liverpool. Trent has been terrible, almost unplayable, unplayable. But if, if there's no attacking threat and every, every team's parking, that foot helps. Right. Sure. But I just, I just don't have it in me. He's, he's the best player on the team I love. He's the captain of the, the, the nation I support. I think Harry Kane's going to win the Golden Boot again. I just, I just. He can't is the odds-on favorite way. at nine to one odds. Heck yeah. Um. I, I just have a hard time seeing how it's not going to be Mbappe. I know France is going to struggle, but like that's. I don't know, man. Like, it's for me. It's either going to be Mbappe or like my my kind of dark horse pick is is Latoro Martinez. Oh, I, interesting. I think Messi's just going to feed him all the balls, and he's just going to put them all in the net. Yeah. Um. That being said, like, there's nothing wrong with with Harry Kane winning it. Like, there's he's incredibly, incredibly cannot stress this enough. Incredibly good. He's a very good soccer, football, whatever player. He's very good at yeah. scoring the goals. He's very good at making the passes. So nothing wrong with that. It, it means a lot uh, to me to hear you say that. <laughs> Listen, I have never in my entire life held any ill will you, towards Harold. You, you've not. And, you know, it, like, as a Spurs fan, like, watching Harry not get the credit, like him not him him scoring the most goals and having the most assists 
in the Premier League and not getting on the Ballon d'Or long list. It's a absolute him, joke. Him not him not being on the um, uh, footballers or the players' association long list, the football writers' association long list, like just come from Tottenham. He 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 gets shafted so often. He, it's an he absolute get the joke. He deserves. He's already he's... probably the best English footballer of all time. You know, like he's like. Ooh. Yeah, he, look, he's smashing Rooney's numbers in like 200 less games and not playing on the most expensive club in the history of the world. Like he's... Uh, I wasn't going to... I mean, I think... I think Rooney is incredibly underrated. Yeah. I think I think Wayne Rooney is incredibly underrated, but like until Harry beats Shearer, I don't know that I can... I'm ready to have that conversation. Okay, you know what? That's fair. And 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 and, and uh, honestly, I, I quite respect... because. Alan Shearer doesn't get treated like Gretzky or Ali or and he should. Or and Jordan. He and he should. should. And he should. That um, guy. And, and, no, and, and, and no disrespect to Jimmy Greaves and the old 60s legend. But um, in terms of Premier League era, I will concede that it's still Shearer until, until Harry knocks him off. But um, uh, he, will, he's, he will be the Premier League top scorer. Um, he will be England's top scorer. He's a very Love good him. footballer. Um, I I think that I think that had had those like early two thousands England's teams had better managers that figured out how to play. Oh God, all Rooney of, and Beckham, Gerrard, yeah. Lampard. If they figured Ferdinand, out a way to, you know, if you on. had Pep Guardiola figuring out how to play all those mm. guys together, I think we'd be talking about David Beckham in a completely different light but yeah that's that's like that's a what if conversation whereas harry is a happening now conversation and we're also this this show will never disrespect uh roy hobson no of course not we love boy <laughs> um okay golden gloves golden gloves Ooh. serbia is gonna score Yes. Dutch keeper? No. I've never heard no. of him before. I know, but like look how easy it's gonna to be to come out of that group. They're they're not gonna concede once. Okay, so let's chalk it up at th- at three for him, which is valid and fair. But yeah. like you know, I don't know. Those group stages are often like not the group stages, but the knockout stages are often like one nils, right? Because yeah. nobody wants to play. So it's not gonna be it's not gonna be Hugo. We didn't talk about another flaw with France. Like the midfield is decimated, but Hugo has been trash. Has he really? He's been terrible. Hugo Larice. He's, he's he's not shot stopping, and I don't know a keeper worse with their feet. He makes Nick Pope look look like Ederson right now. Ouch. Yeah. Um, according to FB ref. Oh, yep. Nope. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> like, like, like he's bailed us out of some huge jams the last couple of years while we got the squad right. And the squad's almost right. And he's let us down big time this year. Who's the backup for Spurs right now? Brady Forster, baby. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, he's I like a shot him. There's, um, there, the podcasts are discussing. Um, Conte has not has not leaned that way at all, but the podcasts are discussing 
No, um, if you're going to replace Hugo, you got to bring someone in. This isn't a solved inside a house. He's 37 now? Yeah. This is, if you're going to replace Hugo, this is not a solved in house situation. This is a go out and spend 40 million on a good keeper situation. He's, he's, he'll be, he'll be 36 when uh, Premier League kicks off again on Boxing Day. For a club legend like that, you don't ship him out to pasture for a guy who's been riding pine behind him all year. You bring in someone and give him a graceful. No, we finished, we finished the season. We, and he, but he's out of contract after this year. Yeah. You just let him go. We Thank you, season, Hugo, for and, your and, services. And, he, and, and we know exactly what's happening. He goes to his hometown of Nice to uh, replace Mike's. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I mean, it, it's entirely possible to say it'll be one of the Brazil lads. It is. It is their best goal, even arguably an attorney. And um, the team's going to go far. And it's a. It's a group that can score goals, but Brazil is also very good. I I I'm, I don't hate either of those picks. It's who who is gonna start? Is it gonna be Ederson? I think it's gonna be Allison. Can you imagine your backup keeper at a World Cup being Ederson Morales? I think I think Allison is the better shot stopper. I think Ederson's better with his feet, yeah. but I think I think Allison's the better shot stopper, and I think that's more important for what they want. Can you imagine Brazil coming coming back late and doing a goalie sub so they get their uh, their the offensive keeper in? Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. I, <laughs> you know, and and Ederson Ederson can take pens too. So like, if they're in a situation, like he's a good pen taker, like legitimately, mm-hmm. like Pen Pep has toyed around with the notion of like, you know, having Ederson take take spot kicks, so. It it would not stun me if they were like tied, drawn, drawn late in a game, um, in a in a in a game that was going to go to kicks. I would not be stunned to see him sub in Ederson for Allison. I wouldn't be stu- stunned if if they subbed in Ederson for Allison just to get him on on the kicks. So yeah, yeah, I'll pick whatever I, I, I'll pick I, I whatever like Brazilian both. keeper starts. I, both, I like both those lads as well. I'm I'm okay with that pick. Um, Pickford, solid penalty taker. That Pickford's um, not a bad shout either. I mean, those teams are all going to park. Those teams are all going to park. Nobody's going to uh, want to score. But he is, but, he is but prone to being Jordan got, Pickford occasionally. But he's never been for England yet. Can you hear that knocking? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can. He's he's never he's never been Everton Pickford for England, but also like the last eighteen months, he's really cleaned it up in Everton as well. And that team would have been in, in dark shape if he's it wasn't for bailing him. them out. They're the only reason exactly. they're not getting they're not worse than Wolves right now is because of yeah. Jordan Pickford. Yeah, and um, one of the nuttiest things I've ever seen was it's the European final. It's at Wembley. He has to stop Jorginho. To keep it alive, and he's saying, "No problem, no problem." He's literally the camera's on his face. You just see him, and he does it. No problem, no problem, and he saves it. And then he's Kaiyosaka from Arsenal Football Club missed a penalty, and England lost the Euros. Okay, but yes, he's from Harry Arsenal. Kane scored. Yes, he's penalty. from Arsenal, but 
He's a young lad that did not deserve to get the racial abuse that was hurled his way after missing Absolute, that kick. Absolutely not. He's a phenomenal football player, phenomenal kid. And even if he was a bad football player and a bad kid, he didn't deserve the abuse. Didn't deserve but it. He got, but he got a standing ovation at Tottenham, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in response to the abuse. That's because Spurs have good fans. Yeah, and then they racially abused Sonny the next time we played there. So it's just... Uh, not Arsenal's great. whack. Arsenal's whack. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be the Brazil lads who win the uh, the the Golden Gloves. It could be Jordan Pickford. That's always one of the tougher ones for me to pick, and one of the more fun ones to keep up because it, it's often a random fella too. You know. Yeah. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, okay. Uh, this isn't normally something that we do because it's so hard to quantify. But uh, who who's your player of the tournament? I think my player of the tournament this is an emotional pick. I think the golden generation goes out with a bang, not a whisper, and Kevin De Bruyne does everything he can. Yeah. It's not enough, but I think Kevin De Bruyne has the tournament of his life. And Kevin De Bruyne is a player of the tournament. Stole my thunder. I was gonna, I was gonna pick, I was gonna pick KDB too, and that's okay. We can, we can be in agreement hey, on this one. KDB you know, is Harry and KDB wearing the uh, rainbow armbands. Two great lads, great people. I think KDB walks out of here as a no doubt open and shut Ballon d'Or winner. It's gotta come. Like it's, it's, it's a, the fact that Jorginho was top three instead of makes KDB. me sick. Makes yeah. me sick. Dude wasn't even that good. Just made a couple penalty no. kicks and they went bananas for him. Uh, that's pretty wild that Italy is not in the World Cup. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm certainly okay with it. Um, who do you think the your uh, breakout player of the tournament is? Someone that not a lot of people are talking about that all of a sudden will be Ooh. a commodity on in a commodity on the transfer market come January, which is something I think is underrated. This tournament is happening in November and December. I know. J- January is going to be bonkers. Silly. People are going to be spending silly money on guys who had a couple of good games. So you know what? Like our hometown, hometown lads are primed for this. Uh, Jonathan David and Tejan Buchanan are, are both guys who get real looks. I mean, I was going to pick Kyle Laren, but. That would be cool. That would be cool. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, Tayshawn Buchanan because because Laren's already enough on the uh, sorry not Laren. Um, David's already enough on the radar. Like he's scoring in a top five league. Yeah, um, like he's gonna be he's gonna be on a Premier League team or uh, a Serie A team by the end of by the end of the window. No doubt yeah. in my mind. Uh, um, so I'm I'm gonna say Tayshawn Buchanan. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Like, like, can, can think of how many. Um, Premier League teams could use a twelve million dollar, twelve million pound, and like that—that that was I saw as like a bold estimate for his transfer fee. So say say he goes for eight million pounds. How many Premier League clubs could use an incredibly creative winger slash defender for eight million pounds? All of them. Send him right? to Wolves, please. Yeah, yeah. Like like so many. Like Everton could use them. Um, West Ham could use some more creation. Everybody like, except like the Aston top five, Villa, or six. right? Yeah, like so many teams. Um, 
Last and Villa already spent the Grealish money, so they don't have anything. Oh left. yeah, that's right. He should go back. He should honestly. <laughs> he should <laughs> with his Jamie Tart haircut. He should go back. Um, is there any question that Jamie Tart, the character, is based entirely off Jack Grealish? Oh, none. None. The second I saw him, I was like, oh, that's Jack. <laughs> yeah. And then even like when in the second season when he started doing the hair clip. He's like, Jack. The, I was like, that's yeah, just I feel, Jack. I feel, I feel like that was kind of a nod to. Got us, transferred uh, Got transferred yeah. from a mid-table <laughs> team to City. It's just Jack. It's yeah, like, okay. yeah. The hair thing was, was a nod to us being like, do you think that's Jack Grealish after season one? And then I feel like the, the the hair clip in season two was like, hey, guys, you were right. It's a great show, by the way. Everyone should great show, watch Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. We're not, we're, neither of us are sponsored uh, by but Ted Lasso or Apple. Um, it's it it's one of those shows like that'll make you feel better about yourself like the hundred times over. It's such an uplifting show, man. It's so yeah, good. And it's and for non-football fans as well. It got... It has gotten my fiance into footy. That's how right? that's how good of a show it is. Um, all right, man. The question. Is it coming home? It's coming home. It's coming home. Cue the music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's coming home. Um, you know, like I'm I'm picking with my heart here, but it's also not throwing away money. Like it's Good squad. They um, are I, currently outright to win uh, 19 to 2. Oh, that's not bad. It's a good, good bet. Good they take. are fifth best odds to win the tournament behind Spain, France, Argentina, and Brazil. We've talked about how France is a – that's a soccer's bet. That's a soccer's bet. Um, those other three squads, I think, are legitimate. Um, uh, and, I, and I agree I, – and I agree with – with the uh, odds otherwise i think those three are all likelier but i don't think england are so far off that it's it's that, that i don't think england is soccer that i think argentina over england in the finals i think messi I, like finally, that. I think messi finally gets his yeah and you know what like I, I would be very okay with that i think we were privileged to grow up in the messi era yeah I agree. I agree. We got we got to see the best. We got to see several. We got to grow up seeing several best of all time doing it. Just like keep that in mind. Like how many other generations can say that? We got to see yeah, several bests of all time do it. Leo Messi, Harry Kane, Kevin De Bruyne, Musa Sissoko. I mean, not even just <laughs> not even just in footy was where I was going with that. I mean, I, I was going to say we got to see Leo Messi, we got to see Tiger Woods, we got to see Michael Jordan, you know? We we got to we see, got some, see some of the best Bunny. Unfortunately, Tom Brady. But <laughs> you know, we got we who apparently wants to D- come and play Dustin Bufflin. That's right, Dustin Bufflin. Uh King Ween, who lives in your city right now. Um <laughs> let's see him do it. We got to see AJJ against me. <laughs> yeah, man. The best what a t- you know what you know what those World Cups make me realize? What a time to be alive. What a time. I, we are in late stage capitalism. The climate wars are nearing, uh, <laughs> but we've had we've had a good run, and we've all had a lot of fun. That's right, and I can't think of any better way to end this by saying uh, <laughs> to us and those who wish they were us. Yeah, to, <laughs> I appreciate that, mate.
and to uh, recording a World Cup podcast with a bit of Irish whiskey.
Thank you.